2: Howdy folks. Happy Tuesday. Uh, It is a Tuesday in August, and of course it's raining in Buffalo. Typical. Um, I have to say this. Um, There are many signs of the unoriginality of Hollywood and the media when it comes to the shows, the TV uh, TV shows and the movies that come up. Like, remember, remember the great remake of Chips? uh and uh like uh what was the Ben Stiller Owen Wool oh Starsky and Hutch. i mean yeah. just really Owen bad, she's all that he's all that you know yeah. just really bad crappy movies you know the Magnum PI thing uh and Hawaii 50 on CBS are abominations i they, they should be sh- whoever per, per, you know brought that idea should be shot another
3: uh, one and, and the latest and be another
2: one for me. and the latest latest let's see if we're on the same page here anthony is fantasy island <laughs> They're br- now they mr rourke is now miss rourke it's a rather attractive hispanic lady to, rep- to replace ricardo is The is.
3: granddaughter uh,
2: no, i know I mean, prob- probably probably I, I, I won't i won't waste a minute of my time watching this hunk of crap but it's just i mean come i, mean, mean, I mean herve Villaché made that show like yeah, what are they gonna do like a 12 year old girl as as the
0: uh as the yeah, as you that you replace that all right, go ahead, Russ. That was the charm. Um, so let's talk about a good series. There's actually a good series out there, Mike, a good original series, okay? About, well, it's about wrestling and it's called Heel and it's on Stars Network. And the guy who played Arrow, Stephen Amell is the star in it and he actually did do a little bit of wrestling. He got involved like in his probably like his last year of Arrow, I think he he jumped into a couple matches and I have to tell you they really in the first episode, they have really nailed the psychological element of wrestling. In other words, what the wrestlers act like before they get in the ring, what they're looking for in their career. Like, you know, we all look at everything and say, he's a good guy, he's a bad guy. And it's very simple. For those who aren't familiar with
3: Steve, right? Do I? it defines kayfabe finally for yes it defines
0: kayfabe that. that has been going around for like that term has been going around for 50 years so they define that but it really it's interesting because i think they took like what mickey rourke did with the wrestler to the next level now and had given like you know an explanation as to how the wrestlers are when they're in the locker room what you know how they get mad at the promoter it's really well done amel's a good actor I have to say, first episode was excellent. It really well, was. Well, one good. of the
3: other actors in it too is I think he plays his brother Alexander Ludwig. He was in uh, he was, in was Vikings. He was in Vikings. So. Oh, he was in Vikings. I yeah. saw a little bit of that. Yeah, okay. I, mean, his head was, I mean, his hair, his head was like shaved. Yes, and, and, whereas in well, this, yeah, he's he very
0: good in,
2: good in this. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have to check it out. And the I'm Morian McCormick's in it. She
0: was in like the Howard Stern movie and a few things. Oh, really?
2: Yeah,
0: they they had this in West
2: Wing too. So yeah, so they. I it's like McCormack, that. right not McCormack. And, and she was in issues in that in that classic uh hockey movie uh with russell crowe what was oh it? yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Alaska. but this yeah. is a good oh, series yeah. this really has has done a nice job this is another good offshoot series
2: yeah well the the, the movie the wrestler was really good but it was very dark and very right. that
3: was what i was gonna say I'm, I, I i get the impression at least from the trailers that this isn't quite as dark, but it does do, but it's a little
0: it, dark side. Like the guy, was, who used,
3: like the wrestler was really kind of designed to be the wrestler
0: who used to play Raven is in it and he's a little dark in this, but okay. he is, even as a wrestler, he was kind of dark. So it makes sense.
2: Okay. Let's start the show. Ak, oh, you're, you're muted. You're muted. You're muted. No, you're muted. Muted. Mute. Hold right. On there you go sorry you
0: meant meant to do that
1: we know yeah i thought it was best to mute myself um (laughs) my opinions here we go um hello (laughs) been a day hello hockey world it's tuesday august 17th 2021.
2: the plane the plane i'm Anthony Mangione
3: Russ Cohen from Sportsology.
1: I don't know, I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. And I'm Echlin. You're watching Hockey Buzz. Guest on Hockey dot com. This is the podcast. It comes every Monday through Friday at this time to fill you in the comings, goings in the hockey world. And Mike, are you referring to the Fantasy Island? Yes,
2: the, the new abomination, Fantasy Island. The you know, like okay, you know, zippity doo I mean, just that thing will be on for six weeks and then go into the friggin' recycle bin. It's such a piece of crap. <sighs> oh
1: man, yeah. yeah. Well, like you know, you know, like the first one wasn't freaky enough as it was. I mean, it, 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 the first one as a kid, that's totally wigged me out. I thought it, it was it was Fantasy Island was just the worst place you should you should never go to Fantasy Island if you're. Mike's only
3: given it one. There, break, was a, there was always this sort of like very you're right Eck, there's, there was like an
1: this, evil this, twist
3: there's a there's an undercurrent
0: yeah. there, was,
3: there was always this sort of like dark undercurrent to it yeah there was
0: something dark but but i did i did want to say michael only gave that one gray shirt that was the way he uh he grazed them
1: it was like if you're if you're like your fantasy was like to become a season ticket holder in the NHL and you get there and you're given uh you're given a ticket to the to the coyotes or something like that and and, that's, and and that's something like you're, just light, like, like,
2: you're, like you're sitting behind a stand I mean.
0: The
1: old... Uh, yeah, it was kind of mean. And
0: just and so was...
2: people could understand, so the equalizer gets four gray shirts, five, five. five. Wow.
1: We're going in so many different directions here at once. Anyway, um, okay, so yes,
2: and not not the Queen Latifah piece of crap. I'm talking about the original, <laughs> the, classic. the classic, the classic. Equalizer. when the uh, equalizer, uh, who was an old, the the equalizer, who was a seventy year old, seventy year old Englishman, not fighting crime, reeling it in. in. Uh,
1: (laughs) advertisements you know you know them and love them they keep our they keep our website alive and uh you know they're they're a happy happy thing indeed they are about to we're about to come to um the nhl very soon to a theater near you and um now the nhl today the owners have approved a three inch by 3.5 inch logo which is slightly bigger than that of the nba but this to be fair the nhl jerseys are you know a lot a lot more real estate on them than the nba jerseys although maybe not because the nba jerseys are on six foot nine guys they're pretty huge but in in reality there seems to be more um more size but yes yeah, so they're going with this jersey i don't think it's a i don't i think it was an inevitable ability inevitability there you go how was that well, it was, it was an, inevitable and an inevitability that this would happen yeah.
2: The question is where on the jersey it's going to be. It's not going to be on the sleeve. It's probably going to be like if the if yeah, players – It's going to be right here, I guarantee. Okay. Last year, we know that the advertisement on the helmets was whoever the advertiser was for the arena, like Scotiabank for yeah. the Flames and the Leafs. That mm-hmm. pretty no, I, not so early. Well, mo- in most early. of the instances, yes, they were. But I, what about Philadelphia?
3: But for the for for other teams, there were all there were other sponsors that were on the helmets. The Flyers right, had somebody completely different from the arena.
2: Right, right. For, for Buffalo, it was
1: KeyBank. For for I've, uh, I've seen one. I have I have I have a have a, mod, a model of it here. I I um someone sent me this this morning. Uh, I do believe that this is exactly how it's going to look. Um, and this is this, this it, is the it, idea here. So here we go. This is um this it's, it's going to look like it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be like this. It's going to have a um. <laughs> nice little logo on there that's going to be right right, ready to go. And uh, it'll be all it'll be it'll be non-obtrusive. Um, it'll have something to do with the team. And so my challenge is th- my challenge is this. I was as I was doing this morning I'm doing with my son, who is like an incredible pun guy. Like he just is just beyond belief with puns. He says, um, yeah, you need to put it out there to your fan base. Don't take that mic, mic off. Mike, you're not allowed to turn off my pictures <laughs> when I share a photo. You know the world. Um, all right. So- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. Um, he said you need to find the like the perfect, the perfect ironic advertiser for each hockey team based on what they're going through. I
3: agree.
1: So I'm putting that out to. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this meme out to people on Twitter right oh, now, and oh, I, I want to yeah. hear like the perfect. i uh, like to me, like, I can't believe it's not butter. Really does fit the Toronto Maple Leafs.
2: No, no, it doesn't. Because no, you know, I can't believe they're
1: not better. No, the buf- um,
2: the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> the Buffalo Sabers will definitely be sponsored by Alan Walsh.
1: <laughs> yeah they should we should put that you should put the uh, the logo the logo here's, of his agency on there that'd be pretty funny
0: here's the downside of it and we, and we don't know the answer yet and we're already hearing the apologists on twitter me personally i would not buy a a jersey with advertising on it and i also don't want to buy one where i have to remove the stitching and hope i don't ruin my jersey you, you
3: can order the jersey without the. look It's going to okay, be so. Stock. Is it going to cost me more now? You're going to be like
1: buying a, buying a Kindle, like you know. You get like <laughs> it's
3: gonna okay, be, but hold get, on. Get like
1: a hundred bucks off if you. I don't
0: charged for that though, Russ. I don't know. Is it going to cost me more to have now no advertising? How do you advertising? know that. That's going to be another
2: factor if in this.
3: Add a patch versus not adding a patch. It would strike me as that they would not would not cost as much. Yeah, but. No.
2: Now, if you're if you're gonna go the way of soccer, and we you know there are some EPL teams, some teams in Europe that the emblem, the actual emblem is the you know, like the sponsor. There's a an airline. I mean, okay, that's going too far. If it's- no, they won't do that. Right. But but who's
0: to say this year it's this, in two years it's that, and before you know it, you've got five or six on there. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it could go that way i i get the feeling that you know because this is canon because there's so many canadians involved in this that it won't be that crazy that they'll keep it relatively calm but you know at the same point right now i mean whatever the nhl needs to do to get back to get the salary cap moving in the right direction again would be a good idea you know like i mean honestly the reality is you know we played a league that has always struggled you know to to make kind of to really make it it played 2 years without any income at all so i don't blame him at all for doing this really i, I really don't if you're gonna think of if
2: you're gonna think about a proper sponsor for 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 the Leafs being serious and not the I can't believe it's not butter bull crap, um, it would be it would be something like Air Canada or Maple Leaf Foods or something like that. It would it would blend and they're very they're very conscious. About it would that. be a donut shop, either Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Or Hortons. It could it could be Tim. But
0: Hortons. again, I here's my issue is this. I don't want to buy something to help you advertise. I just want something of the team that I like or the event that I like. If if it's advertising is coming on it, that turns me off. Like as an example, the other day when they had that Field of Dreams game, they showed the 1919 White Sox and you had the Nike swoosh. Well, I mean, again, you couldn't take off the nike swoosh just for that one game right. that was like you oh, know this whole throwback branding opportunity whole point. come on i i know but that's the idea is right i, I don't, think
3: it's being unrealistic i think honestly I, I think sales
0: will go down i think there are going to be people that are like me i don't think i'm yeah, i'm going to tell you
3: right now you're probably going to be in the minority no. yeah okay. i think mm-hmm. you're going to be in the minority in this It'll be, I again Nike isn't gonna lose an opportunity like this. The leagues right now considering the revenue lost last season. This I'll actually say, Eck, in this case, I know you're saying it wasn't an inevitability. I think it was leaning that way. Well, yeah,
2: I mean, even even, yeah. even even before this, it's like the jersey, okay. if the jersey was made by Coho or Reebok, that was on the jersey. It was on a, a patch. So We've really, all
0: gotten used to that, Mike. I get that.
2: Right. I mean, all, right. It, all it means now is it's going to be more prominent on the jersey. I mean, okay, do I like it? No. Do what I, if I don't like the advertiser that my team
1: has aligned
2: with? Then that's you can, can give it that, well,
1: that, that, that that is an issue. So happy about it. Yeah, that that is going to be an issue. Teams but are going to have, have to be a little be a bit careful team. about that, you know, yeah. about who they who they take on. I mean, you know, you don't want to take on controversial advertisers. Like I mean, definitely,
3: definitely, you do have to canvas in advance. That's the yeah. one thing that teams do need to do. They're I agree with that. that. Um, I'm you definitely the bar stool low on it that yes. might
2: be a concern. I'm, I'm, de- I'm definitely I'm definitely thinking that something like Papa John's or Subway that teams will stay away from those.
1: Yeah, it, well, it depends. I mean, but then again, you know, those things change. Like Subway was fine a little while ago, and now it's not. So and it's like the
2: was bad a while back, and now Shaquille O'Neal owns a bunch What's of. Playing
1: in
3: this circumstance it depends on where right. what, how the brand is viewed. It's as much again about the teams. You know, the, the teams Correct. are the if they're the advertising board here. They Correct. have to be, you know, very conscious of what they're going to put on their jersey. Well, you know, I, I, I yeah. high, you, you want a balance of the you know of the of the bitter but you also have to consider your overall image as a team well well
2: i i wonder whether i wonder whether i wonder whether these teams will go for big brands like say coca-cola or something like that or you
1: know Mm -hmm. uh, or or, it's will the
0: big brand go for them exactly
1: right yeah it's you know it, there's so many different we I mean Coca advertises in so many different there's so many different kinds of like you know obviously we're not gonna get into that I, I took a lot of advertising courses in college and stuff like that and different things. we're not gonna get into that but there's diff, different right, ways okay. of, there's different there's reasons scenario, for,
0: Ed, yeah let's say you have a child at home Anthony has has young kids not as young as some others but young kids and it's the gambling, yeah, gambling. Your it's your gambling. let's say
3: FanDuel it's unavoidable anyway. If you're watching the broadcast, it's so
0: what all. If you're a, what like, if you're a family that doesn't want to gamble? Hey, all of
3: hey you, you're not going to watch. Right. The game. You might as well not watch
1: the game on. Yeah, you say, if part. you can't buy a jersey, if you have to buy, if the logo has to be on the jersey, now see that when you look at the at the in soccer, you can't buy a jersey without the logos on it.
3: Right? Yeah,
1: you can. Can you?
3: Yeah, and they yeah. give you the option of. of Do bounce. they? Okay. I didn't
1: think that. I've never seen that. You're
3: going to get just the logo is going to. The team logo is now a crest and small. Well, which are, it's going to be blank on the front now.
1: There's the. There's the there's oh, the they'll favorite. take the team logo off too? Oh,
3: no, no. The, the way it works is. Oh. It, the okay. Ad is, hold Anthony, on finish. Question.
1: Anthony, finish, please. Go ahead, Anthony. Go ahead. The
3: ad is on the main part of the chest and then the crest. It, that's, the, right. that's the big thing that's happened in European soccer is the fact that the logo now is where. The NHL ad would be is now right. the team logo with right. the large ad. I'm not on board with that. No, I gotcha. in soccer because it's been around, they've let you know for years. There, there's After you have a chance to have an ad, it's gotta be something that cannot be something that overrides the crest of
2: the, the, the main crest of the jersey. There's the perfect advertising yeah. there. Fan duel for the San Jose Sharks. On Vander Kane's jersey, it'd be perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, you see that see now you're getting into the spirit of this. Um no, I think I mean I, <laughs> It, it it I don't it doesn't bother me. I do think yeah sure if your kids are you know you might not want your ten year old kid right walking around with a FanDuel jersey on. But listen, That's I all mean, I'm but gambling. I mean, you know, I mean, we've all talked about this offline, um, Russ, about like our websites have been approached for years about average oh, sure. advertising I have, I have from gambling sites, word. and I avoided it for years because I, did I thought too. yeah you did too, and and I thought you know this is just and I and I, I at one point went to the NHL and said what are your opinions on this, and they said you should avoid it at all costs. I wish I had kept that uh that recording of, of that thing because obviously years okay, later they,
0: 20 years ago
2: thinking 15 years yeah. ago yes they bought in i right mean they, they
1: bought in now officially now, sure.
2: now they're gonna have ga- gambling stations at arenas now they yep. already have those already now I'm curious, current,
3: yeah. right, right now michael i'm looking at the nba because again that's let's face it they're the precursors yes. for the nhl here so as i'm looking through current sponsorships um there are I do not see any sports gambling websites that I see on okay. here. the closest thing I'm seeing, you know, again, nothing really in this circumstance other than lending tree or something like that, right? Cable, right. But the money involves nothing that involves gambling. And I think the teams okay. have to make sure that they do not. That's got to be a rule again. This circumstance, but yeah, again, I think they're getting the revenue anyway because you have a lot of sports betting going on anyway. They're already sure. official league sponsors, but, but so
0: we're aren't going to get. Already that's different. A- that's not, that doesn't mean you should. Par- you want your kids parading around
2: with that on a that shirt? That's all I was saying. You, you 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 do recognize the fact that the NBA is completely different <laughs> animal because they're getting multi billions a year uh, in television contracts and the and the. Yeah. And the NHL is getting 500, 600 million on the new deal. So, I'm accounting for that, but there are other options other sure. than sports betting sites. And again, since, yes. it's
3: a, since the league is already partnered yes. and, and teams are already getting a cut yes. of that, there's no need to put a sponsor on a, a, a sports betting site sponsor on the jersey. You have to right. be careful. Again, as a large entity as the NHL may be, it's one thing. When yeah. you're getting into the individual teams, that's what we're at the and game Anthony game. Anthony brings
2: up an, an interesting question here. Will the NHL have a limitation on who you can advertise with for each particular? Right. Like, okay, you know, you can't if you're the Vancouver Canucks have Viagra as your, you know, because it's a V. You know, you can't have that as your as your as your advertisement. But I'm you know,
3: medications. I'm I'm looking actually now. Once again, there are no there are no. I will say this: the, the medication definitely is not on there.
1: Uh, there is I thought there was one in soccer. I don't know why, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I I probably I'm, wrong. I'm
3: drawing based off the NBA and in this circumstance. Yeah. The NBA is the closest analog here for the, for what the NHL is doing.
2: It's hard to
1: find. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, you know, I mean, but the thing about it, what's interesting about soccer is, you know, you people probably, they like, it. like I, I was in, um, oh. when I lived in Marseille, I remember Panasonic sponsored the Marseille team. Soccer team. We went there a lot, and and you know, we went to a bunch of those games. It's phenomenal thing. And when I bought a Marseille jersey, I wouldn't have not, I would have not bought it if Panasonic wasn't on it because it became such a part. It becomes a part of those teams' logos, and at least in soccer, I think to the point where it's like you know, without it, it's not a Marseille jersey. It
3: was Eck? Now I see the sponsorships in in because I I follow European soccer. The sponsorships yeah. change very quickly now. Yeah. In, it kind of forces and they also they changed their jerseys change design the colors may stay the same but the designs of the jerseys change every single season they swap jersey uh
1: right right
2: designs out like like f1 teams swap out uh <laughs> cars yeah. yeah well i mean I, I i wasn't sure which which one it was but um and i mispron- I'm I'll mispronounce the airline but is it uh ethiad era Airways Etihad Etihad Yeah Yeah They stay they, they Sponsor Manchester City And They Have For The Last well, they, have year. For, they Have For Years Because The The
3: Guy Who Owns The Team The Sheikh Has Controlling Interest In Etihad So They're Going To Remain On There Whereas Other Independent Clubs Whose Owners May Not Be Tied Into Those Other sure. Businesses They're Going To Be Constantly Changing Their Sponsorship You Know To and, Whoever's The Highest Bidder Every Year and, and we-
2: Will there will there be a rule that say, for example, the, the Leafs are 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 owned by TSN and Sportsnet? Now, there there there's split ownership, so they wouldn't. But if there, if a team was owned by an entity like uh, Manchester City was, would they prevent them from advertising their own company as the advertiser? Maybe question. Because there would be no revenue there. It would be you the whole purpose of this is 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 bringing in additional ad revenue. So, I mean, a yeah. number of questions. Is this the,
3: again, the question is, is, there a, is this being done on certain lanes and certain rails, yes. where there's lines, or is this the yeah. wild ones? Yeah.
1: Where
3: everybody's just doing whatever the heck they're doing. And that I mean, let needs to be defined by the National Hockey League. Once this becomes official, it needs to be it, I think they need to be very transparent as to what the ground rules are for if yeah. you are interested in being a, a a logo sponsor on the team.
0: Yeah,
2: That's I right. agree. So um, the Sabres will be sponsored by Ginsu 9.
0: And it does look like the NBA does sell them without, so they do.
3: Right. And and they oh, also yeah. do this in soccer. So the option is there if you don't want it. I, and you don't have to pay anything for that, but again, yeah, if you don't
0: have to pay anything more for it. I'm fine with it. But if they right. charge more because all of a sudden they're selling more with Your the thing, is, then I would yeah, have an for issue
3: for European soccer. Is that it, it, it looks like a very spare jersey because of the fact yeah. that the, the low the team crest in a it, it where where the ad in an NAB, NBA or NHL team would be. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's well,
2: the issue. That's I, I do think that, like, okay, when we were young the boards had no advertisements and when the advertisements on the board started it was an abomination now we i don't, you hardly even notice it the only time you notice it is when in between periods when they when the when the skating when the crew comes out and changes and slaps on a billboard for the second period that's the only time you notice it i think even though it's a jersey that we're going to see i think it'll sort of blend in if it gets to the point of european Hockey teams like yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. And yeah, yeah.
3: But again, the European way. hockey teams do yeah. not those teams do not generate the red like KHL may have a sponsor, but again, it's very similar to yeah. what the NHL has because there's what it depends on whatever the financial backing is of the
0: league.
1: That's exactly. Yeah,
0: the the KHL has one like the money truck. Yeah,
1: and I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find out. I've got like two or three owner friends, you know. I'm trying to find out what they're pricing, what they're thinking about. they get what is there like a is there like a lower limit? Like it has to be at least this amount of dollars, or is there going to be? I mean, I'm sure it's going to be different per team. I'm sure. It'll be, I would
0: think it, it'll, it'll be, be different per team.
1: Um, or will they? Or will they make? It, I mean, the NHL could unify it, but I don't think they would. They
2: won't do that.
1: But I think there. I'm sure there will be a lower limit to some point.
2: It's all going to go to hockey-related revenue, though. That's the whole thing. It's gotta I be, I don't know about, I, I, would uh, think-
1: I wouldn't be shocked if there was a deal, um, made, to the teams. made that goes to the teams and, until like, uh, like some kind of shortfall is made up. Like, the, I, right. I think the feeling on this right now and how they're selling this right now, according to what I was, the one owner I talked to today, um, was that this is a way of, of making back money that's been lost. Right. So. Like the idea is that maybe that this 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 doesn't you know the joke and he laughed at it too. It's like well when you make your money back you're just going to take these ads off and I'm like yeah that's never going to happen because it doesn't doesn't ever work that way right? But whether or not there's a deal that you know until you know that this just goes to the owners until there's a until a certain amount of money has been made or until whatever has happened. I mean and, and it's questionable as how much money can really be made on this too. Like I mean we're we're not talking major money here. I don't think. I mean, we're oh, talking. I think
3: like, don't think they would be considering, considering this unless it would be. Yeah, No, you're
1: talking major money. Enough you're about to play you're to,
3: talking about 23
2: uh, moving uh, billboards. Right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but is it going to be enough to like pay a second line left wing? You know, I, like, I mean,
2: I think it'll be a third, third liner. A third think, liner. I think, yeah. I think it would be a couple million dollars a year at least
1: yeah i mean that's something for sure um and and it's you know it's, it's something all that's just sitting photos, out there all
3: that free advertising act you're talking about I, they're they're gonna they're gonna ask a nice they're gonna yeah no, no, a i would think so
1: but them. i i never found out what i know i wish i knew what, what the helmet ads went for you know like um i've been well, trying to find I mean, out they've that, been very they've been very that the, the,
2: the helmet ads especially for the ones like for example like i said scotia bay for the leaps that covered the shortfall because Scotiabank was losing money on 13 games uh, of, of revenue of, of Scotiabank arena being mentioned as part of the, they, they, it, I bet you anything, it was a saw off. It was a break even and it wasn't that they got additional revenue. It was like Scotiabank lost out on 13 games, regular season games for the Leafs. And they put the advertising on there to make up for the fact that then the name wasn't mentioned on broadcast TV, 13 times. I'll bet you anything. It was pretty, yeah good. I
1: mean, I'm sure you know, those deals are always being made for sure that, you know, that's being discussed. Uh, and, and it's just a way of like, hey, you know, don't bother us because, you know, look the other way or whatever. But yeah, I think that I don't think this is a, I don't think this is horrible. I mean, people are losing their minds over it today. I just, I just don't think it's as horrible as I'll people. I'll tell
0: you are why now. they're losing their minds. And I'm not losing my mind. I was just talking yeah. about the commercial side of it. Yeah. But people are losing their minds because there was a time when the NHL said we'll never do this.
1: Yeah. Well, that was, there was a time when we, there was we, a
0: time. We, I don't
1: know. No, you're right. You know,
0: as to why people are acting like that. that I know, for
1: easy. sure. Rush, you're right. I mean, yeah, people do hold everybody, but like, you know, every every statement by everybody has a, has an expire, expiration date yes. on it. And every, and in this case, you know, we also have a pandemic to talk about. So, like, to me, there's, that's an easy out to that, you know, saying, listen, yes. we, we never knew we would play a whole season without making any money um and pay the and pay the players and you know without you know batting in a second i mean there's a lot of things that they did which is really kind of amazing so in reality for them to do this I, I i'll allow it you know like in my mind and as much as i'm a purist too and i don't want i would not want a jersey with a logo on it for sure um that's for sure but you know Hey, you know, I mean, advertising is, is a reality. You know, and people are talking about ad blockers and things like that. they get, on, you know, advertising is a reality. And I, I hate, I hate ads as much as the next person. And if you, and by the way, if you become a season ticket to HockeyBuzz.com, you don't see any advertising at all. That's it. That's nineteen bucks a year. No, nope, not a single ad will pop up on your page. I'm just saying. Um, I think that's a pretty good deal for twenty bucks. You know, not a single ad will show up on your page. Um, for I wish it worked
2: that way for YouTube.
1: I know. Once you pay that, I mean, I pay that. Uh, YouTube has YouTube has that too, but it's a lot more expensive than that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, I mean, think the leaf
0: should have like the Lemony Snickets um, logo on there is for you know a series of unfortunate events. That's there you that go would, that would that would be good I was like
1: I think Google that should now series. develop glasses that like you put on and that that like block out any ad that's on a jersey when you're watching it. You know, she so don't have to think about it. it's just like it's just an ad blocker glasses, you know, special like glasses. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that all ads, like billboards, everything you see wherever you walk is just it just turned it's turned into something that you like, you know, like like a picture of a nice puppy or something. That's my that's my my idea for today. Million, million dollar idea of my friends out at Google, go for it, see what you can do. Um, all right, let's move on to actual hockey talk. Um, because I have been chasing a Max Domi rumor for the last couple of days, um, which is not a fun thing to do, um, but I've been doing it anyway. And uh, I can say this that, you know, we've been talking about, you know, Max Domi's on the block, on the, he's on the trade block and everything like that. And we talked a bit a while ago saying, you know, hey, you know, could he go back to Montreal? I you know, Montreal has attended. They loved him in Montreal. The fans loved him in Montreal. Um, they were sad to see him go. And as it turns out, you know, talking to that discussions have taken place over the last couple of days between the two teams, just preliminary, just, you know, exploratory, as it was told to me. But there's definitely a possibility that Max Domi could return to Montreal. Now we know they have cap issues, you know, and everything like that, but everybody has cap issues. So you know is this the place where he could actually go back and succeed russ you know do you think this is where this, this is something he could this turn him back I, around i don't
0: think so i think there there's there's too much pressure there i don't know if there's the right fit for him like are you going to put him on the wing there is he going to is that where he's going to play well, no
2: he the, the the whole reason for this being possible at all is that to replace the no and he's a completely different yeah no that's too
0: much you see he's not going to work out like that it's going to be a a, a horrible idea
2: i mean the only thing that makes sense here is the fact that he's got a year left in his contract and, you know, maybe Columbus would be willing, Anthony, to retain 50% of his salary because, you know, he right, he's not going to play probably until Christmas. Yeah,
1: until around Christmas time. I told, yeah. so,
2: so maybe a little bit earlier. It
1: depends yeah. on how everything goes.
2: Again,
3: he's not having, the, again, a different coach now, too. Yeah. It does you, you do have to take that into account there. I mean, there are still a number of those players who were there when he was there. So. Yeah. He's not a center. He's not a he's set not. If you're looking at him as 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 a as a yeah. Deneau, uh, replacement, he I agree. He is definitely not. that. Yeah, he's
0: forty eight percent on face offs. No, that's not going to
1: work. No, just say no to that. Major
0: drop off from what you had from <laughs>
1: Yeah, I agree. No, that. <laughs> sorry, I had to throw that out there. Yeah, um, but okay, yeah, I mean, the, the, I I I still I don't know I maybe cause he's such a good guy and you know, I and I just, like, I'm pulling uh, for him. I like a root for him deep I, down. I want this guy to turn around. I, guy, I, just, I,
2: I love his talent. He's got, you know, he's got a lot of talent. I was talking to Russ about this earlier. The problem is he's a smallish player. And now he's got an injury history, and it's, yeah. he's been breaking down. And you know, a smallish player getting beat up, beat up in this league. Yeah. Uh, when it, when when he starts to lose a step, then he lose the one loses the one advantage that made him a, an above average player. Is you know, if he if he's an average skater, or if he's slowed down by other things, then that really kills him. So I mean, and the, I think the five point three million dollar salary also kills him. But if they retain fifty percent, might be able to they might be able to move him.
1: Yeah, there you go, I, and I think it's. I do think that's possible. I've also the other thing I wanted to get into before we get to some prospects today with Russ. Um, and then I've got a. i have got an – I think we'll hold off on the Olympic thing until maybe tomorrow. Uh, we were going to talk about that. I think maybe that's tomorrow's topic because we're already at one forty, and I do have another thing I want to throw out there a little bit at the end.
2: Well, yeah, we can talk. I was going to, tomorrow we'll do the Olympic goalies for each of the countries. That yeah, would. I think
1: that's what, we'll, that'll, that'll be fun to do that tomorrow. We're going to start talking about the Olympic teams a little bit guys too, but we're going to also hit the prospects. I've got one, I think, interesting topic that was t- discussed at the end that I haven't given you guys yet because I wanted to kind of like throw it at you. Um, and it's, 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 a it's, it's, an, it's not something we normally discuss, but I think it's, it's very, it's very hockey related and sports related and stuff like that. So I want to get to it. But anyway, let's start Russ, with you. What, what do we have to say on our prospect? list? All right. So
0: we're doing Sabres. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll get Owen power out of the way first in the sense that he could play in the NHL if he wanted to. I think what he's doing with Michigan is better because I yeah. don't like when first round picks are getting thrust into the NHL. And so I think this is better. I also think, he, you know, why not give him a chance to win a national championship? I think that's right. a great thing to have on a resume.
1: What a team that's gonna be, right? I mean, geez. yeah,
0: He has a good season in Michigan and everything goes well and he keeps playing solid defense. He keeps he was one of the shot blocking leaders too in um, <laughs> in college hockey and, and that and he's a scorer. So if he go. continues to do all that, Michigan has a good season. It's possible you'll see him in the NHL at the end of the year, and then burn yeah. that first year of ELC and all those other things that he'll be entitled to do. I think there's a good chance that 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 happens i think he is a top pairing defenseman in the future and i do think if they're able to hold on to Daleen and get him signed to this long-term deal you now finally have something no slight to risk delaying him but this is now you know you're talking about two big defensemen both really good with the puck Mm -hmm. valine obviously still better offensively but power has his own gifts offensively and that's a hell of a
2: first pairing, and that's something the yeah. Sabers
0: haven't had in a lot of years. And this
2: yeah. is this this is the, what the Sabers have to do is fight against what they normally do, and what they normally do is you bring in the power, and that gives you an excuse to trade Dalene. No, right. you keep both of them. You need right. both of them to be the cornerstone of your yeah. future team. Yeah. And you know they've got other defensemen in the in the organization like Samuelson, who I think will be pr- pretty good in a couple years, um, but. Uh, the 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 key to their future is dalene and power as a one-two combo yeah i mean to answer
0: sure. simon in the chat room he goes bold prediction samuelson will be better that's not that bold of a prediction i mean jake samuelson's yeah. got a super high ceiling so
1: yeah people said uh, I, that.
0: Think, I, I i think that's you know a lot of people might say that we and we don't know the answer uh but i think this is good for the for the sabers like and add samuelson and then now all of a sudden we're talking about you know having four good defensemen on this team with yoki haru at yep. some point and that's something they haven't had in a while and that will definitely add to their um to their team now yeah the number two guy and the guy who i think is closest to breaking out is j.j peterka not jack quinn and the reason there's a reason for quinn quinn did struggle early on in the ahl i know he had eight points in his last mm-hmm. 10 games but the goaltending was bad in the AHL and. He wasn't even a point a game at the end, and honestly, it wasn't like he was really making waves in Rochester, where people were like, "Oh, yeah. you got to watch Jack Quinn." You got to – none of that was going on. Yeah, where Paterka has played his second season now in the DEL, has definitely fixed his defense a little, and I think his two-step quickness is much better because I think that's something that dropped him out of the first round because he always had the moves, he always had a great shot, but I saw some uh, some video of him in the playoffs. And he was able again. It's a little bigger ice sheet, but he wasn't at the farthest end of the ice, of the outside. And he was able to just motor past the defenseman with just two-step quickness. Now, if he's wow. got that going in his game, yeah, this is a guy who will be very dangerous at the NHL level. Could be, you know, sixty-five point guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when Quin will turn into that guy if he turns into that guy. And well, that's but, I say that. Yeah.
2: Well, that's the. I mean, that's the question because we had when. Yeah. Previous show we had Joe Yerdon on, and he was puzzled by the fact that the Sabres, for some strange reason, moved Quinn to center at the that inter- was weird. Yeah, and, and he's not a center, and they basically drafted him to be a sniper, and then all of a sudden, you know, they could have drafted uh who is it? Rossi or, yeah, or Marco Rossi, a center. Right. And they, they didn't do right. that, or or Perfetti, and they didn't do that yeah. either. And they drafted yeah. Quinn. Okay, so it you sense. looking
1: at a change from GMs to that, that No, point.
2: no, it was well nope.
1: the second one. GM drafted him and another
2: uh, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't, it, it, it that's an org. I mean, it was an organization, a lot with, of the same scouting staff was still there. Yes,
1: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes they say, you know, anyway, no, I now, mean,
2: the, that's fair. Now the interesting thing is, is that, you know, they're, uh, they have Uka Pekka who's their uh, number one prospect goaltender wise.
1: Definitely and, one of my and, favorite names in the NHL, right? Yes. Well,
2: yes. UP, UPL. Um, and and, oh, Becca and then uh, and then uh, Devin Levi uh, who they just got in the trade from Flo- in the Reinhardt deal from Florida um so they have two pretty decent goaltending prospects, but they're years of Both of them are probably years away. I mean, I mean, they're going to force Pekka in next year. Yeah, and, that, and that's the scary thing. Yeah. I mean, they've got this, this, this Methuselah pair in Anderson and Dell. And yeah, then by, by they even bring up Pekka in mid season yeah, when exactly. that pair dissolves in front of our very eyes because. Exactly.
1: Is he closer like than it. Levi though?
2: Yeah. yeah. Levi, Levi, Levi's probably three years away. Yeah. Lukan is right. I know Luke and they may force in this year. it's well,
1: probably two years away. I, stood, I don't
2: think he's great,
0: but he could be a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. Lukanen, I think has a higher ceiling. He, um, he overcame some mental issues that I felt like he had in the world juniors. He did, mm-hmm. the second time he, he was in some big games. He overcame that he and, he overcoming had, an injury Yeah,
2: and injury issues. He had a hip, he had a hip surgery. So that was, um uh, he missed yeah. most of the year for, with that. And he's got
0: that size for a big goalie that you want. And so I do think he has a um a better pedigree than yeah. And, and so yeah, they had things in place so where in two to three years we could say, Oh, you know, I see the sabres getting better, but between now and then it's gonna be a little ugly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean there, that's for sure. And it's been a little ugly, but hope I think Sabres fans, at least if Sabres fans can see things moving the right way, I, I think that they yeah, it at just le- won't
0: be with the NHL this year, Eck, because yeah. the Michael stuff and everything else. It's still going to be ugly. It's
1: still going to be ugly. I mean, the good, I, I do think that, you know, like what they did at the end of last year is what they sort of have to continue doing. Like just being like the underdog that comes in and, you know, everybody and, you know, go for the big, go for the, you know, not tank, but, you know, go for the, let, allow the first pick to fall to you if it does. And yeah. just, but just be the team that's like, at least the Sabres in the last month were fun to watch, you know, at least they had something, at least that, you know, you saw younger players doing things you saw, you know, and
0: that's fair. I mean, middle stat definitely did better, but, but had the,
1: going. Pretty you know what the dark
0: day season. is going to be? The dark day is going to be, um, if Eichel doesn't get traded here, which again, every day that it doesn't happen, it doesn't look good for the short term. There's going to be a day where all of a sudden, either before camp or the first day of camp, where he's just like,
1: yeah. I
0: can't go to camp. I'm injured. And then yeah. you don't see
1: Jack. Eichel for months. And I and I did some Eichel news too. I wrote about today. So I, I was I wrote over the weekend, and I've been tracking this a lot of the pressure that's on Vegas to make this move to try to. That I've been talking to some people internally, and it's got some good sources now in Vegas. You know, after a while, it takes a line. It takes time to develop them, but I finally feel like I have some really good ones there, and they're talking to me a lot about the pressure to trade for Eichel. Um, you know, or Zimnijad is also is another player that they've talked about, but the, the the pressure to make, to get a big center that they, that they can be, that can, you know, obviously the owner there wants to win now, he's getting old and he's put the pressure on it. And like we talked about before, that trade they made was not, you know, the, you know that was not the trade. So um, apparently there were close to like five pieces involved in the Eichel thing. And Last week, they had three of the pieces with Buffalo basically worked out. There was one big piece we've talked about before, the one prospect that, you know. Yeah,
0: Peyton Krebs.
1: That, yeah, that, and that's the one that's holding it up, right? But but there was another one, too. It was, a, it was a draft pick, and I think it was, like, between a second and first round draft pick or whatever they were throwing around. And apparently, Vegas has given in to that other. So we're down to, like, the final piece. now. And it really is just Krebs now. Like, that is what it comes down to.
0: Well, I um, mean, again, I, I, I don't know how – The only way I could state this is it would be horrific for them to include him in the deal, especially if Eichel is 75% of what Jack Eichel is in the future. Horrific simply because Peyton Krebs may then become a better point producer than Jack Eichel. Like If that happens, this trade goes completely upside down, especially if they don't win a cup. The problem with this trade is, how am I supposed to believe that they're going to win a cup when is going to come into the season two to three months late, rusty because yeah. he hasn't yeah. played in well over—I mean, it's going to be a year at that point, probably more than that—and win me a cup? That's well. That's
1: their feeling there hard. is that they are a playoff team, no matter what, because the division is terrible, right? So they—they right. they, can—they can—they can make it a while without without him. They can—they can—you know—they can as long as they're as long as they have him going by the playoffs. That's all they care about.
0: Okay, and so they, let's say he comes back in i don't know we'll say january how do we know by the playoffs he'll be playing like the old jack eichel like
1: we don't we don't but you know if there's one town that'll gamble it's vegas right so this <laughs> is they're gonna i mean they're gonna this is and this is this is this is, a, this is a this is a this is the mentality that's there i've been told that this is the mentality they have they're go They're you know you're going to take a shot we have a shot we have a chance um if we can get eichel who a lot of people you know think at his top is is definitely you know not mcdavid but but maybe oh. Matthews, you know, like may, maybe Matthews and Eichel are, are on the same. I mean, I'm I don't not, think I don't, they are
2: anymore. I don't believe
1: that. But if Eichel's 100%, if Eichel does get back to 100%, you can argue that they are pretty darn close. And, and
2: of course, is he ever going to be 100%. And I, I don't know.
1: Gamble that. again. Gamble, gamble question, we don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, but I think that, you know, he is definitely in that world, Um, you know, of, of Matthews now, you know, and anybody that they're going to trade for is probably not. anybody. Anybody that they're going to trade away is probably not. Like, even, even Krebs, you know, who's he's probably not in the Matthews, able to hit the Matthews potential even at his best, right? So, here we go, here, right? So, here's what we do, it. Before Eichel went out,
0: he was under a point a game even at that point. So, mm-hmm. that's something that had never happened in his career right. until, until like the first couple of years, his first two, three years. Yeah. Then he became more than a point a game player. So, he dropped back down to that. He has never been a 50% faceoff guy yet.
1: Yeah, no. But make no mistake about it. This is, again, this is Buffalo, and people are looking at points relatively. So it's not like,
0: like he's going to get better on faceoffs just because he's not going to get summer. better in a
1: different team, right, for sure. But, you know, this is like the wrist alignment argument. You know, like, it, you know, how much is Buffalo holding Eichel back? Um, and
0: he played fewer minutes last year. He would normally, the year before, he was playing up to 22 minutes. He only played a little over 20. So. Mm-hmm even this as a as a you know healthy until he went out jack eichel is what we got
1: yeah I yeah we know. think he was healthy but was he really healthy at all last year that's the other question right, right? like i, mean, I are doubt we getting,
0: are we getting back to the 82 point jack eichel that's I don't what we're think trying so. to do
1: that's that well so. it's, it's not impossible i mean it's like, no
0: nothing's impossible but i don't think so
1: yeah i guess that that's what it, you know what it comes down to is listen he is a as good a center I mean, it's rare. It's rare you can pick up a center like this with even he's this as good ten- a
0: scoring center. He's still not yeah. good at faceoffs. Like he's yeah. not an all-around yeah. center yet.
1: No, he's really not. um he, He's, I mean, to me, you know, I mean, Messier was great at faceoffs, obviously. Yes, and he cheated. He, and
0: he was good at
1: it. And he was cheated, but I, I do. When Eichel's at his best, I I kind of felt he had a Messier element to his game. Um, that he rem- there
0: were some some things there.
1: You know, he really reminded me, especially of the kind of that that you know that is, that lilting wrist shot that Messi had that that eichel has too that just like well, that just just freeze a goalie
2: eichel eichel has an extremely strong skating even though it's a yeah. unusual, unusual skating stride but
1: very very unusual
2: but a strong he's a strong skater he's he's uh you know good in the corners but yeah i i he remember he's 23 i think 23 or 24 um the face-off aspect of his game should have developed by now. And if he, yeah. hit, if he hasn't, that's right. to say it's impossible for him to improve. He's probably going to be an average faceoff off guy for the rest of his
1: career. He might be, yeah. but that, that but he, he could be well above average in every other I thing. I mean,
0: there were you know? two seasons where the was at least at 52%. Yeah. He's dropped for the last couple of years, but you could say maybe it's because, because of the team too, because a lot of times when guys are winning face-offs, it's the other guy next to him yeah. that ends up getting the faceoff.
1: Yeah, and that's that. That is true. So I think I think what, I think that you know, if there's any team that's gonna take a chance now, it's Vegas. Um, any other team, I think, is gonna wait and see. I, I really, that's really where I think the whole thing's at right now. I think the Rangers are in a wait and see. I mean, I, you guys probably saw that. Did you see that billboard, Mike? That's up there in Buffalo.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's weak.
1: Yeah, it's very weak. But it's like you know, it's it's the Rangers podcast is advertising. You know, yeah, the Rangers, the Rangers aren't going to, um do anything i was told until they know how his health is they're just not um th- they're past that that point there was a point okay, at which they so they're they not going to
0: take it. him sight unseen
1: right they're not going to um and minnesota is not going to take him sight unseen although minnesota still has a huge interest in him
0: so if that happens Zack, these guys who saved their pennies for the billboard just wasted their money
1: Oh, for sure no question about it but you know hey it's a fun promotional thing i i I give them credit i give them credit It's silly enough it's silly enough and you know and all hail podcasters out there you know like give them give them like you know hey
2: attention so that's what they were looking for they got
1: attention and you know you know that we know the podcasts don't make a whole lot of money in the first place so hey go, go go for it um so there um i uh yeah i i hail them i mean it was silly enough but anyway um yeah, I think that I think that the only team that Buffalo can talk to right now that keeps this going is is Vegas, and that might be bad for Buffalo in a lot of ways because really, what Buffalo might need is for all teams to say we're not doing anything until
0: with that actually. until
1: this is ready. Um, but that's not that's the happening. The only thing
0: yet. that's going to get them to move
1: on, right, this. right, right. But that's not happening yet, and I think that is part of the problem right now. So I think that this. So the question is: We are in the standoff of will Will Vegas just go for it and say, "What the heck? He's going to be fine. We'll, we, you know, we'll take that gamble. We'll let him get like, the surgery." What was the or-
2: timeline mm-hmm. again: If he got the surgery he wanted, the timeline for for the disc replacement was uh, approximately six weeks. That he would be able to resume physical activity within six weeks.
0: Physical but- activity, but not a hockey game.
2: Well no, I mean I would assume you'd ramp up so probably probably close to 2 months, maybe well, a it's got to be I it, mean like with, you know. with the fusion it was 3 months. So the right. Sa- the Sabers actually want him to have a surgery that'll take them longer to recover from but it's it's accepted
1: It's more known, that's more of it's a more of a, thing. It it it. backwards at the Sabers, you know, I've, from what I've been hearing this surgery is I mean, fusion has its own issues. I know that we all. I mean, we all. Like, yeah, I mean, I've,
0: Johnny Red has talked about it. His wife has had a bunch of them, apparently. And I, I've
1: so. been. I've. I've two herniated discs in my back, and I've, they every year try to get me to do it. Um, when I have it going to pain, you know, and I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. You know, I'm not doing it. I want to still be able to move around a little bit. Um, I'll take the pain that I get. So yeah, it's it's yeah. fusion's not fusion's not perfect by any stretch. So, so this, I guess, is the devil you know versus w you don't know type situation. But the reality is, I think that Eichel is um. I think the Sabres should just let him do it. I think, and I think that's what they're going to do. I, th- I honestly do. I think. It, I think at the end of the day, they're going to because I don't think they have a choice. I don't think
0: they're going to a, I, I don't,
1: don't think, think they have a choice. a choice because otherwise, they are just they are throwing out the baby with the bathwater essentially. And they, they because it, it's going to come to that point. Eichel has Eichel has no reason to do anything. He can sit there and he, you know, it. Yeah, it's but just, he'll
0: he'll lose the season. He doesn't want
2: that, and the Sabres are using that against. They, them. Think, yeah. of it, think of it. Think of it. Think of it this way. If the, okay, first if the if, if they're still at loggerheads and they go to mediation and the mediation says well the sabers are well within their rights to have you do yeah. surgery that we, they determine is the best course of action then the only thing eichel can do is per is deny them his like his services meaning he doesn't go to training camp right. now that would make no sense for him because he's hurt he would go on ir if he went to training camp went to so what is he going to do? Is he, he going to force them to terminate his contract? Then he's given up fifty million bucks. It's it's a stalemate right now. And I and somebody I talked to said, um, I mentioned a term of coercive malpractice meaning the player yeah. doesn't have the surgery but the thing is that's covered in the cba if, if that if that's if you wanted somebody to blame here blame the nhl players association because they gave up the right of an individual player to be able to go out and have the surgery that they want when they're under contract that with-
1: is a, that's absurd that they gave up that right first of all secondly um that the nhl would even i mean i know the reasons we talked about the way it's been cheated around before but i know i know this is not this is this the way it's in the cba not because of situations like eichel's um unfortunately there needs to, that's why the nhl needs to step up and say okay you know the sabers have to step up and say you know this guy allowed should be allowed to do what he thinks is best.' i mean he no one has more no one has more to lose than this than jack eichel i mean they you know he they have he has more to lose than the sabers have to lose by far i mean he has his you know his all the money he's got i mean the sabers will move on they'll find a way to play games and they'll you know compete eventually and But Jack Eichel has a ton to lose here. So if he's willing to do the surgery, I don't think there's a reason in the world they should stop him. Um, He's not not a dumb guy.
2: No, but in the end, the Sabre, like, for example, God forbid, Jack Eichel has the surgery and he can't play ever again saying the surgery goes badly. The Sabres are on the hook for $50 million within right. terms of the insurance. But, you know, and the, and the insurance company may not sign off on him having, quote, an experimental surgery. No, no, they'll get in trouble for that. There's no question.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's the whole Yeah, thing. no, they will. But, I mean, I, I as, as having a son who has had to have all kinds of experimental things done over the years, I, I, know, I know what that's like. I know what that's like to fight with the insurance companies like that, for sure. No questions about it. But eventually then, you can get through it.
2: And they're and they're and terry and kim Pegula right now with the financial strife that they're under i mean not with this not with the bills because the bills are the nfl and they bring in tons of money but they've lost tons of money on the sabers the last few years they're not going to risk taking a taking a loss of a significant portion of 50 million dollars over the next five years on an experiment on what they deem as an experimental surgery they're going to say okay have the surgery that we say you should have and if jack eichel doesn't want to have it and he wants to sit out sit out and turn and possibly terminate his contract be my guest but they're so not the
1: thing that's interesting about that mike you're right i mean you're right and what it what, what brings up this case here okay the way this reads they can they can make him not get the surgery he wants to get correct but they can't make him get the surgery they want to get correct right so at the end of the day like you've said before mike he could just rehab this and just be like okay
2: he he supposedly has tried that and it hasn't gotten any better
1: right and it hasn't been working so that that this is to me that even though this is in the cba it feels inherently unconstitutional in some way, shape, or form, like it feels like this could be challenged. Like but it feels like legally, the CBA could be challenged. But by
2: drag on in court. It's collectively bargained
1: act. But but when it collectively does, bargained, but, but don't we have things with the unions when they're collectively bargained to no. the to the to no. No, to, to, to be Very dangerous rarely, yeah. to be dangerous to the people around? I mean, it feels like that there might be. There's I'll tell you what that. it is.
0: For and and look, my knowledge is limited, but I, I hear this a lot a lot of times these judges do not want to set precedents for right. things of that nature right it's hard right. to find one that is willing to do that
1: yeah but you but to sit there and say that you, that, that your company is not allowing you to get the surgery that your doctors are recommending you get is course, really it, that's really it, shaky I mean, signed like,
2: off on that actually. it's not like it's not you like, sign off
1: on that russ he's no because the way the way the rule the way the thing reads in the cba is more designed towards you know players who are just hanging on and, and refusing to get surgeries because they are you know they're collecting, collecting paychecks or whatever that this the the spirit of that you could you as a lawyer you could argue the spirit of that of that agreement is not is not merited in this situation Cause this is a guy who's trying to play and he's, and he's willing to get, and he's willing to take action, right? There was a he's player, right? He's
0: not the first player to ever have some sort of surgery where he's trying to come back and play. That's why this is in there, right?
1: I mean, no, 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 but he's not the, but he's the first, uh, I, can you remember a situation before where a player has been denied Jared, the surgery he Jared wanted?
2: Jared Cowan, Jared Cowan. And That's Jared why Cowan. this is in there.
1: Right. But, yeah. he, so, re, but that situation, if I remember right, was more about he could hang on no, 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 collecting no. a check, wasn't it? I mean,
2: okay what it was was and i'll be brief on this what it was was Cowan had was entering the final year of his contract uh he was traded in the dion for deal the, mm-hmm. the leafs medical staff said you're healthy and you're not playing for the rest of the season because we want to buy you out right Cowan no. said he had a back injury or i think it was a back injury right. and. And he got he a second opinion from a doctor, which at that point he could do that. And then yeah. he hadn't had the surgery, and yeah. because he had the surgery, the Leafs couldn't buy him out. Well, the Leafs grieved it because they said, "We told you you were. We thought you were healthy. We just were going to buy you out, and you you did the surgery to prevent us from buying you out." And of course, Lou was general manager at that point, and you know, I'm sure Lou knew every rule that was in the in, in the book at that point. And after it was. Uh, uh looked upon by an arbitrator the arbitrator f- uh, was in favor of of the leafs and then so they in the new cba they had this written in that the the team if you're if the team is paying your salary they have the right to determine the best course of action true for any kind of surgery Can and
1: think about how dangerous that is like in general like i mean no, if, if, take it out of take it out of the context of the nhl let's let's go to like you know the steel workers union and let's say this was drawn in there. The steelworker union, business since the company's paying your salary, they can tell whether or not you need to be you you can get a surgery well, it, or, or not, whatever you need. It's
2: not like they're saying we have we we think you should have a surgery to cut off both of your
1: arms. No, uh, but I'm just saying if I, the I, second I, companies control what you can do for your health.
0: It's not it, companies. This is a sport and and the conference is no no but it's it's different i mean if a guy's got a workman's comp case and he has to go back to work in a factory it's not the same demands as a guy who's got to be on the ice with guys trying to take his head off s- skating at 20 miles an hour it's not it's not the same work, and work. what what i think they were trying to do when they put this in there is as an example Eck. yeah but like, eichel had gotten some advice from some of his family members one family member and that family member may not be fully up-to-date with everything that's going on in the surgical world compared to a team who not only has a team doctor, and we know the deal about team doctors, but also access to a lot of other doctors because of a lot of other players. And they generally are very well in the know. Like if I was a player and I went to my parents for advice and they went to the doctor that whatever, you know somebody here recommended says he's the best in the area, he's probably still not the best that they could get their hands on. Right, and the, no, case, the difference. And
2: in the case here, Eichel, mm. is, you know, Eichel is looking at what will be better for him in the short term and right. the long term, and what he is saying is the team is only looking at what's better in the short term, meaning, you know, right accepted surgery and maybe 20 years down the road, I'm going to have arthritis in my neck because I had fusion rather than having the disc. But the disc replacement is not an accepted, uh, procedure for hockey, for NHL hockey players. And that is the whole, I will bet you anything. The whole reason that the Sabres are fighting back against this is an insurance issue and nothing more.
1: Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, uh, I, you know,
2: insurance and lawyers, act That's
1: the way. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's not insurance and lawyers, but I'm also saying that that the the potential, if if go gets the right kind of lawyers here. To drag the NHL and the Sabres through like a situation that the NHL wants nothing to do with is great.
2: Well, like, I'll, I'll tell you right now Ek, that if, if Eichel has you know goes that direction, the NHL and the NHLPA will be on the same side because they agreed to a agreed to a collective bargaining agreement, and every player who's a member of that union is is locked in to the to the precepts of the of that CBA. He's locked in. If you're taking ten million dollars a year from the Buffalo Sabers, you do what they say. If no, you
1: that's not that. what that's, they say, then give up the ten million bucks. No, but that's not. You can't. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous because these guys are making that kind of money, Mike. But you, you there's just.
2: No, no, no I'm, I'm just saying we that we have
1: we have laws against I, things like this.
2: I know, but 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 Eck, when when you're this in, is a private company, yeah, the NHL is a
0: private company. The players all signed off for this, Eck. Yes, it's not like they didn't know about it.
1: Uh, I don't think they knew. The uh, I it, think what they they signed off on the situation that you are talking about, Mike, which is which, while it is similar, is not the same thing as what's happening but here. That's
0: why you have people to look it over, and then you go and vote.
1: Right? Yeah, but no, but to me, no, but the the. Loopholes are the CBA is all about loopholes, right? There's an easy way. There's loopholes in this. I'm sure I get it. I I guess there's
2: not because it would have been presented already. I
1: don't know. I mean, I think
2: the only, the only, the only course of action that hasn't been, uh, hasn't been taken right now is mediation. But if the mediator says, okay, it's not unreasonable for the Buffalo Sabres to recommend an accepted procedure that will work to fix Jack Eichel's neck and it is unreasonable to go down the road of an experimental surgery,
1: right. know,
2: in quotes. Yeah, but that- You know, if, if, it, if it goes down that road, then this, then Michael has got no recourse other than to deny his services. And he's not going to play anyway because he's hurt. That's the whole point here. But I'm telling you, if he is bound and determined to want to have this risky surgery, then he's gonna him and the Sabres, I bet you it goes the way of terminating his contract. Then the Sabres get nothing for him. And right. he gets considerably less than $10 million a year for the next five years. Does he really want to go down that road? Nope.
1: Or he could get, oh. I mean, listen, here's the other thing, too. Like he could. Terminate his contract, become a UFA, get the surgery, prove that he's proved he's 100 again, and get more than that for the next five years. You know, it's like you know what his agent
0: would tell him. You're God. not another agent.
1: You're not. No, I know, I know, but it. But again, it's a hockey player. Jack Eichel is the and 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 Jack Eichel is not a shy hockey player. He's not. And and you know, and I've been around him enough to know that he's going to, he's going to dig his feet in. The reason you like Jack Eichel is because he's the kind of guy who will dig his feet into situations. I,
2: I think this situation has backfired on Eichel because I think he wanted to use the medical situation to force his way out of Buffalo. And now Buffalo is saying, no, 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 no. We're not trading you unless you, we get value for you. And the only way we get value for you is if you're healthy and you can only do the surgery that we want you to do.
1: Right. Right, remember
2: uh, the key thing of all of this too, I don't besides know. the injury is
1: I need to he get a still has on.
2: no
0: power over what team he goes to because yeah. the NMC has not kicked in yet.
1: And if he well, denies his, terminated.
2: Well, if he did okay, if he denies his services you know could this be a ploy just to push the time to to where the mm-hmm. nmc does kick in and then, then he then the leverage goes back to him because then and they call him, him yeah right? well
1: that's the only thing he's got going for him right now because that's the only thing that's enabling him to play this game right now according to you guys is that basically what well, you i mean said. it's not
0: according to us this is how it
1: is <laughs> no but i'm no i'm saying I'm, yeah and i i get no i, I I get that you're saying this is how, and I, I get all that, but I, I do think I do need to talk to somebody about this further, like yeah. a, lawyer, a lawyer about this. The and, only thing and, I
0: would say is, is sec. he's a young guy. The chances are the reason he's not terminating the contract is because he's probably not set for life yet. Right.
1: And, his and he's also nervous said, about his neck too.
0: No, but the idea is he's got one, two, three, four. You've got $50 million you'll be leaving on the table. And that is a risk you do not want to take
1: precisely i get that and that and he's, and he's why do you
0: think he would do that
1: i i just i think there he could, will never make $50 million i don't think again. i think he could threaten it because i think and i think that's the, the situation is the sabers get nothing if he does it right so and and his if he's confident enough about the surgery mm-hmm. um he could threaten this you know now if he's not confident about the surgery and worried about his neck just like the Sabers are then yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna break a contract for fifty million dollars because I might never be a good player again. I, I get that. I get that. But I don't think that that's like mo, like the way he thinks. So at the same, I yeah, I we don't more know li- what his
0: financial situation is.
1: No, but I no, we don't. But I think I I think I could already see him. I could see him threatening it because it, it's it's a, it's a threat the Sabers would have to take seriously because well, well here, they, would, they would they would lose him for nothing.
2: Here here's okay. Here's an even. Um, Greater emphasis in terms of his contract, July first, twenty twenty two. The no move clause comes on, and he gets a seven point five million dollars signing bonus. Yeah, Sabers probably do not want to pay the seven point five. If you base it on the act, what happened yeah, right. with Ryan right. O'Reilly, and. They, you know they are then limited by who they can trade them to and he doesn't get a
0: bonus the next year no he doesn't yeah.
2: get a bonus the, the remaining four the remaining three. No, it's, it's, it says
0: no. seven point Cal- five zero,
2: seven point five, Mike No, that was that, that was last year and then next year the the last three years of the deal he has no bonus was 2022 2023 7.5 so how is yeah, it yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mike
1: make you' right oh. and I think it, Okay, oh, was it? I'm sorry. And you guys, you guys he has a signing,
2: he has a signing bonus of 7.5 million next July. That's at the beginning of the 22-23 season. After right. that, the final 3 years of the deal, no right. signing bonus. So we're season. talking
1: 11 right. months from now. Right. right. Okay, right. So that's when that's when we're going to that's um
2: The Sabers will have to tr- and that's why the Sabers want him to get the surgery now. Right. For, uh, or or yes,
1: uh, of course, right.
2: But the thing is, there there are teams out there, I've heard reporting that there are teams out there that would basically say to Eichel, do whatever you think is best. But the problem is, is that those teams will not trade what the Sabers deem as equal value right. for Eichel. See that that there's the boundary right. there. Though, like say a team like right. Minnesota, oh, they want Rossi, they want Boldy, they want a first round pick. Okay, they're not going to give up all that for a guy who's got question marks about his neck. So the Sabers to get full value want him to get the surgery, but he doesn't want to have the surgery that the Sabers want him to have. This is mm. this is it's the catch twenty two.
1: Now they're, they're definitely in a loop. I see that, and it's it's it's.
2: All right.
0: Well, do some digging. I, I think I'm gonna, i I just I want I
1: want go. to talk to a couple of people around. i want yeah. to talk to a couple of people because I think that um you know maybe I'll work on an article about this tomorrow because I know some I know some like I can talk to some NHL people. I can talk and I think that there's within the, the spirit of the CBA is a big thing, um and you know or it used to be even a bigger thing. Obviously there was, was like you know <laughs> remember you know the spirit of the CBA was like you can't make a trade because that's not in the spirit of the CBA. That's going out the window, but the spirit of the CBA with this stuff like this is still a big thing. And I think that there's, it doesn't, it's it's not going to be hard for them to loophole through this. Um I,
2: I know, I, Honestly, if there was a loophole, I think it would have been explored already. I think it's, it's, this has gone on. Remember this has gone on for now. What? Four months. Yeah. Since you know, yeah. since since, Mar- since
1: uh, late well, I think the, the, it has gone on for four months, but I think the Sabres miscalculated in a big way here Um, because I think, you know, not that that should be a shock to you, Mike, but I think they, I think they miscalculated in a big way here. And, and you know, and I, I try not to rip them as much as possible, but here I think they did. And I think that what's happening right now is that they are, I think, just recently within like the last couple of weeks